Hey, how's it going? This is Steve Durr. We're looking at Luke chapter 4, 31 through 44 today. And this is right after Jesus has been at his hometown in Nazareth. He's been rejected there. Now he's spreading out to some other areas in the region. So let's start in verse 31 of Luke 4. Then Jesus went to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and he taught there in the synagogue every Sabbath day. There, too, the people were amazed at his teaching, for he spoke with authority. Once, when he was in the synagogue, a man possessed by a demon, an evil spirit, began shouting at Jesus, Go away! Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus cut him short. Be quiet. Come out of the man, he ordered. And at that, the demon threw the man to the floor as the crowd watched. Then it came out of him without hurting him further. Amazed, the people exclaimed, What authority and power this man's words possess! Even evil spirits obey him, and they flee at his command. The news about Jesus spread through every village in the region. After leaving the synagogue that day, Jesus went to Simon's home, where he found Simon's mother-in-law very sick with a high fever. Please heal her, everyone begged. Standing at her bedside, he rebuked the fever, and it left her. And she got up at once and prepared a meal for them. As the sun went down that evening... People throughout the village brought sick family members to Jesus. No matter what their diseases were, the touch of his hand healed every one. Many were possessed by demons, and the demons came out at his command, shouting, You are the Son of God! But because they knew he was the Messiah, he rebuked them and refused to let them speak. Early the next morning, Jesus went out to an isolated place. The crowd searched everywhere for him, and when they finally found him, They begged him not to leave them. But he replied, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God in other towns too, because that is why I was sent. So he continued to travel around, preaching in synagogues throughout Judea. I love it when Jesus starts doing the stuff. You know what I mean? I love it when Jesus shows up. And Jesus not only came to die on a cross to take away our sins, Certainly, that's an enormous, important part of his mission, essential part of his mission. And it wasn't just to rise again from the dead, to break in God's new kingdom and to uh, offer us new life forever. You know, Jesus also, part of his mission is to heal people, to set people free, to be in the middle of the mess, to take time for everyday, average, hurting, oppressed people and to bring healing there. And I love that about Jesus. And that's what I find so challenging about Jesus, because Jesus is the one we're seeking to be like. We're apprentices, seeking to be apprentices of Jesus. Therefore, when we see him doing something, that's something we should be doing. And what does Jesus do? He enters into the mess of life. He enters into sickness. He enters into people oppressed, and he sets them free. He, He heals them. And that's what we're called to do. But I love Jesus here. He's got this pattern going on here. He heals a demonized person. He sets him free. He then sets, uh, you know, heals Simon's mother free from, you know, heals her from a fever, sets her free from a fever. And uh, this is Simon Peter. That's one of Jesus' followers. And so he's at his house. What's interesting is you can actually go to this town in Capernaum. This was kind of a, a I don't know, a bit of a home a home location, a bit of a, a 
a center point for Jesus to work out of, Capernaum. You can actually go to Capernaum nowadays on the Sea of Galilee and see where Jesus was. And you can go to a place that's said to be Peter's home and see where this took place. There's a church built on it now. And also you can see the place, the synagogue, where Jesus was at. And you get an idea of where he was at. So you can go to these actual places. And in this location, Jesus heals. He sets people free. And he does all this incredible work. He heals everyone. And, you know, what's interesting is Jesus, right after that, he's riding high on his popularity. People are coming to him in droves to heal people. And he's healing everybody. He's doing great work. He's doing amazing work. But what does Jesus do right after healing people, after spending a long day of wading into the mess of life? In verse 42, it says, Early the next morning, Jesus went out to an isolated place. And crowds searched for him everywhere. He went to an isolated place. What I love about Jesus here is he gives us, I think, a great pattern and challenge for our lives. We can accomplish a lot of great, awesome things and seek to accomplish great, awesome things. We can seek to enter the mess of life. We can be generous with people. We can seek to heal people. We can do good work, his work. And yet Jesus, you know, what does he do? He gets away. He goes out to an isolated place. He goes to get with God. Jesus has relationships. He has relationships upward with God. He has relationships inward with his followers. He was with Simon Peter at his house and engaging in relationship and community with him. And he has relationships outward with people that need him. But he's really balanced in his life. He knows that he cannot just merely continually do good work, do good work, do good work, seek to do good work, do good work, and wade into the mess of life. He's got to get alone with God. He's got to prioritize that time in solitude. He's got to prioritize that time with his Father to again be reminded who he is, who God is, what the mission is, to be filled up. If you're going to pour yourself out, you've got to be filled up. And so... He gets in this rhythm of abiding with God, being with God, and then fruitfulness, doing good. And this is the rhythm Jesus talks about in John chapter 15. He says, listen, if you remain in me, if you abide with me, and I abide with you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. In other words, Jesus lives this out. He says, listen, I'm doing all this good stuff, but I'm going to get away and abide with God, be with God, connect with God, because I know fruitfulness good results, good actions, courage, power, wisdom. All of these things are found to do good. They're all found from being with God. And so he abides with God and then he does great fruit. And so today for you, we're all motivated, I think. I mean, we want to make a difference in the world. We want to be significant. We want to, you know, make an impact. And maybe in this season of life, as we're heading into new years, that we think, okay, I've got all these plans, all these goals, all these things I want to accomplish. But I think we need to take a cue from Jesus and look at our calendar, look at our schedule, look at our time, and say, where am I taking time to abide with God? Where am I taking time to be with him? Where am I taking time to get alone with him? Because if I'm not... I'm not going to have the energy. I'm not going to have the power. I'm not going to have the wisdom. I'm not going to have the perspective I need to go out there and do what God's calling me to do.
fruitfulness, making an impact comes from abiding with and being with God. And so what does your calendar look like? Take some time even this week and look at your calendar for the next month and say, where are my times to get with God? Where are my times to get my head on straight? Where are my times to, you know, abide? So what is God saying to you today? And what are you going to do about it? Let's pray. God, thank you for the example of Jesus. We want to be involved in healing people. We want to be involved in setting people free. We want to make a difference in this world as a faith family, and we want to make a difference individually too. And so God, remind us that all of that comes from a position of being in relationship with you and depending on you and being with you, abiding, remaining, living with you, and not through our own power. And so today, show us, invite us where we can be with you. Empower us to do your good work. In Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.